thank you for joining us at Truth Be Told, where we tackle various <laughs> topics all from a biblical perspective. I'm JP, and here with my beautiful bride, Miss Christy. Hi there, everyone. Today, we are talking about Resolution 21, which is be specific in prayer. Yesterday, we talked about pray continuously, so we're just expanding upon that in day 21. If you want to hear any of the first 19 resolutions, you have to check out some of our previous podcasts. Anyway, let's talk about being specific in prayer. We've resolved to do that. Well, JP, I have a few things to share from Robert Jeffers, and mm-hmm. he speaks about this topic quite a bit. Uh, I'm going to share a few things, and you may have, I know you've got some notes there as well, maybe very similar. Um And I'm just going to read some of this uh, verbatim what he said Mm -hmm. so that I don't uh, mess up what he said because I think it's just good to know. But he talks about what does it mean to pray in faith. Some people believe that if you conjure up enough positive thoughts, then God will give you what you want. Their prayers are reminisced with the little engine that could. I think God can. I think God can. I think God can. Well, that is not faith. That is presumption. Prayer is not forcing God to do what we want him to do. Faith is believing God will do as he has promised to do. And he also goes down and talks about having boldness and confidence through faith to God himself and refers to Ephesians 3.12. Our faith in Jesus Christ is our VIP pass to the throne room of heaven. So we cannot have confidence to enter the holy place, Hebrews 10.19. And so uh, Robert also refers to his busy schedule in his life and people off the street just can't pop into his office. You have to request an appointment. You're screened before you go in there. But his daughter and wife and family can just pop in and see him at any time. And gives an example to us about, uh, well, why can they do that? Because they're his family. And as Christians, we have that same access to the Heavenly Father. I really liked that comparison. I think that that's pretty awesome to think about. You know, you need an appointment if you're not his family, but if you are his family, you can just pop in. And so that is our relationship with God. You know, we're his family and we can just pop in. Uh, And to me, he, he also talks about, and you may talk about this just a little bit, why it's important just to be specific in prayer. You know, praying for your family, can you just can you protect my family or keep us safe on this road is fine to do. There's nothing wrong with that. But being very specific in what we want to ask Christ, I think is also we, we, we oftentimes are afraid to be specific because sometimes I think we're afraid he might actually answer what we're going to do or we're afraid of what might come of it. So I think it's important to be specific. Do you have anything to add? I, think I know maybe I, we're afraid he's going to uh, not answer what we've asked yeah and then we're like left wondering the state of our belief and start doubting god which is the tricky part is knowing god's will right uh yes there's certainly scripture which we're going to point out you know like matthew 7 7 ask and it shall be given you seek and ye shall find knock and it shall be opened unto you and that is certainly true. Certainly true. And the tricky part is we have to be in God's will. Because anything that we may ask for that doesn't happen, it that means it wasn't 
in God's will. So we were outside of God's will when we were asking. And I know that gets tricky. And then like naysayers are like, well, you're just double talk. No, no, not really. It's all about the relationship with God the Father. And mm -hmm. when you're so in tune with what he wants from you. Because it's not, God is not a genie in the bottle that we rub the bottle and have him come out when we want to give us our wishes. It's not like that. It's the exact opposite. We're here to serve him and carry out his will. So there's the balance. Mm -hmm. um, and we, we often ask for, you know, things that are outside his will. Right. Uh, it, the country song, and I thank God for unanswered prayers. I think most people could listen to that and relate. Right. Like, um, now, I'm not saying that that song is biblically sound. I mean, you know, the calling God the man upstairs is a little too loose for me. I have a more reverent fear for him than that. But with that said, it does ha have a valid point. A lot of times we'll pray for things that later we are very thankful. Yeah. That they didn't come to be. Absolutely. So there, there's the thing. We are operating from a finite perspective. And mm -hmm. finite, but that doesn't mean we throw up our hands and just say, oh, God's will be done. Mm -hmm. And don't, you know, ask for anything or pray for anything. It just means that we work harder on our relationship with him. Right. Draw closer and closer to him. And yes, continue to ask. Mm -hmm. But if you know something in your heart is just not jiving with what would be God's plan, then really you probably are wasting your breath. Right. <laughs> Just to be balanced there in what we're dishing out. Go ahead. There's a biography by George Mahler mm -hmm. who founded an orphanage in Bristol, England, and he recorded over 500 specific answered prayers. Once he'd ran out of money, and he was unable to purchase milk for the children in his orphanage. Instead of panicking, he started praying. While he was still on his knees, Mahler heard a knock at the door. When he opened the door, a man explained that his milk carton had broken down in front of the orphanage, and he asked if the children could use the milk before it spoiled. And I just thought that was a pretty awesome story. That's beyond you awesome. Know? So yeah. when we're faced with trouble situations, and there, there's so many different actions that we could take, you know, take that positive change and, and pray. And uh, A.J. Gordon said, you can do more than pray after you have prayed, but you can never do more than pray until you have prayed. Yeah. I thought that was a pretty good quote that brings that together. I'll tell you, after we watched The War Room, mm -hmm. which if you haven't watched is just a phenomenal movie, and... We could rewatch it again, but um, the lady in the movie, you know, just does show the strength in prayer. And I had um, began to do the same thing, not to this, I could definitely do better, but that George Mahler had did here. And when prayers were answered, I kept track and wrote them down. And it has been nice for me to look back at those prayers that are answered because sometimes we forget um, that we've prayed about that and it's answered. I know that sounds crazy, but even the smallest things and biggest things, I've, I've kept track of that. Here's the prayer and here's when it was answered. And that kind of keeps me on track as well. 
Oh, yeah, it's it's a humbling thing mm-hmm. to see God actively involved. Mm-hmm. And it reminds me of what I need to continue to pray for mm-hmm. that I haven't seen, um, you know, that be fulfilled maybe yet, whether it's my that it's God's will, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just continue in prayer, whether that be for someone who's close to me, salvation or whatever that may be. Well, obviously, that's the end game right there is people to be saved and brought to Christ. The other things are just things that come up along our walk, you know, but Mm -hmm. there are physical needs to it, like the milk illustration you brought up, the orphans. Uh, We could go on and on about this, but I do think we need to bring up, like, an example from Scripture is in Acts chapter 12 when Peter was freed from prison mm-hmm. miraculously by mm-hmm. an angel mm-hmm. and you know the people his people had been praying for him to be saved and he comes to the door once he's out of the prison and knocks and one of them answers and is excited and goes tells the rest and they tell her she must be crazy mm-hmm. and then it's like what well, must be peter's angel it can't be him you know so yeah, they were surprised that uh, God had delivered what they'd asked for. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, it's, just, it's kind of funny when you're on the outside looking in. When you're mm-hmm. in it, it's like, oh, you missed that. But did you have anything else you were going to add to this? The only thing I really have to add is sometimes I think, you know, when the Bible talks about having faith as a mustard seed, you know, faith is a mustard seed, and you'll say to the mountain, move from here to there, and it will move. Nothing is impossible to you. Mm-hmm. I think about how faith and prayer go together, and when I read that, I, you and I have talked about this before. Sometimes I think we just don't realize that power in prayer yeah. and that we we just don't put enough faith in that maybe. And I'm not sure if I'm not doing a good job of um, sharing what is in my mind on that, but just that um, definitely we could be more in prayer, and, and that just speaks pretty strongly when it says you could move mountains. So we're trying to give you reasons why you need to be specific when right. you're talking to God the Father in prayer. Um, here's just some examples. We'll wrap up with some things that prayer does. Uh, prayer breaks the bonds that holds us. Prayer gives us guidance when we don't know the way to go. Uh, prayer delivers us from the enemy. Prayer grants gladness in times of distress. Prayer responds with results, even when we don't expect them. And prayer delivers defeat to the enemy. That's just some examples. So, you know, I I would conclude with never underestimate the power of prayer. And if you listen to yesterday's podcast, we talk about praying continuously. So those two really go hand in hand. Not only are we praying continuously, but we are being specific. Yes. In those prayers. Hey, until next time, thanks for joining us. Have a good evening.